Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Before we begin our daily devotional today, uh, I want to tell you about an experience I had recently, and I pray that this blesses you. Uh, as I've been saying uh, throughout Lent, I'm also giving a series of parish mission events. We call them missions because that's what older people would understand when you set aside a few days for a period of time uh, to come to the church. But if you talk to people under the age of 40, most of them have never heard of what a parish mission is. Uh, they might be more familiar with Mission Impossible than, than Mission. And so we call them an event and that way everybody understands what it is. But basically there are a set of days where we set aside, we go on retreat effectively, but we do it at the church and people go home and they come back. Well, I turned up to a place recently to, with my team to conduct one of these events where bishops and priests have invited us to come. And when I arrived, a woman came up and she said hello to me. And, and when she said hello, she immediately started crying. And well, that, that isn't altogether unusual. And then she said to me, uh, then she said to me that uh, uh, how the ministry had helped her. And I, I didn't know. Turns out that this woman was someone who had come to another country and had uh, for a son to go to school to be educated. Her husband had come for a time being and then he'd gone back to the country where they were and she was going to stay with their son through this period of education. Uh, but when COVID hit, um, what occurred was her husband got uh, COVID uh, because of the lockdowns that were, there were and restrictions on travel. She couldn't get there. He got worse and worse and unfortunately eventually died. And it was nearly two years later that before she was able to leave from the particular place where she was to be able to go home and she said these words. She said, the next time I saw him was when I stood beside his grave. And then she said, but you have helped me through this whole period, through the daily devotionals and through the, what you send out, you have helped me in my faith and to stay strong and to go through this. I, I was just so shocked and surprised that I would have, we would have any part to play in that. And yet I've spoken to so many in recent weeks who sent me messages or have spoken to me even face to face where they have met me and told very, very similar stories. And the whole reason that that is happening is because we're able to proclaim the gospel in the way we have because we felt like God has called us to this. And it very much moves me because it says that the gospel works and that if people hear the gospel, it comforts them, it strengthens them, it brings them back to God and it gives them faith. And that's the business that we're in. We're in this business of proclamation. That's what we're called to. And I wanted to, do, I wanted to start today by doing what I normally do at the end. I want to ask you whether you would consider financially supporting us, proclaim the gospel to other people. I can't do this without you. This costs so much to be able to go out all over the world, all of the equipment, all of the staff that make it possible. I just stand and do this little bit. This is all I know how to do. Uh, but I need, I need very smart people around me who are able to distribute this in all sorts of different ways to be answer, all, answer all sorts of many questions and practical questions that come up about this. And, and all of the equipment, it's amazing. And, but the gospel works. When people hear about Jesus, it changes their life. It strengthens them and encourages them. 
In particular, I want to say thank you to our Faith Builder partners. They're the people who give every week or every month and have gone into our website, set up a way to do that. To you, I am abundantly grateful. I, I am just completely dependent upon you. I have no other income but the income that you all give. To those people who contribute from time to time, thank you. Uh, you are making a difference in the lives of people, a lasting impact upon people's lives, upon people's marriages, and upon people coming to who Christ is and coming to church. Thank you so much to all of you. Thank you that I could tell, I could tell just seriously so many stories just like this, where it's touching people and it deeply moves me that God would want to use what we're doing. And you can stop and say, well, that's a great story. But the truth is you did that. You did that. Because I, you know, I can share the gospel, but if we can't get it to people, it doesn't impact them. And so I want to say thank you. And I want to ask you if you would prayerfully consider becoming a faith builder partner, someone who contributes on a regular basis to us in order that the we can contribute. There are some people who contribute very large. There are some people who contribute very small. Whatever it is, it helps us take the gospel further. You can go to this address on the screen, or if you're watching through the email that you receive, you can go to the Give tab, and then you determine how much you want to give. Uh, but as a way of a gift of saying thank you to you, everybody who contributes, and you determine how much you want to contribute. I have just recently released this book called Radical Forgiveness. This is a talk that I've given on forgiveness. It's very appropriate to Lent. Uh, this is probably one of the most common talks and messages that I am asked to give. And I'm going to give this to everybody who contributes today. Uh, in, in these days, I'm going to con contribute and uh, you determine how much to give. So you go into the website, you go into our Give tab and you choose how much you want to give. Some people will give much and that means lots of people can get it. Some people will just give the basic cost of the covers of the cost of the mail and the, and the postage and they'll be able to get that themselves. And I pray it will help them. You determine how much you give and how many people we can give it. I want to make it possible for everybody to receive it. Thank you. Let me pray for you and then I'm going to do the, the daily devotional for today. Loving Father, I thank you today that the reason I put this first is because, Lord, it's so imperative that we all share in the proclamation of you. Lord, thank you for all the people that helped me make it possible. I couldn't do it, Lord, by myself. And there are people that are committed to you, who love you so much that they want to see other people uh, be affected by the gospel. Bless us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, let's go on to our daily devotional. I've met many people. I've met some very powerful people, some very wealthy people, some people who have a lot of things and have achieved a lot of things. I've met some people who are not very powerful. I've met people who don't have a lot, who are not very wealthy, who don't have much. And the one thing that is common to everybody if you spend time with people is that all of them are in need of God. But in all of them, there are areas of their life where there's more to be had. It doesn't matter what you have. But having great resources doesn't necessarily take away the, the challenges that we all have within our life. There's a passage of scripture in Corinthians that speaks to this. And it's something that has really spoken to me very deeply. It's from 1 Corinthians chapter, 20, uh, chapter 1, verse 26, and it says this. Consider your own call. Consider your call. Brothers and sisters, not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. 
God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not to reduce to nothing, things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. He's the source of your life in, Je in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, in order that it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. I love this passage of scripture. It's very dense and, and, it, and it's rich in terms of its understanding is that it starts off, but it says, consider your call. Consider your call, brothers and sisters. Not many of you are wise. What he's doing is he's writing to the Corinthian church and this small early Christian community. And sometimes we can think when something's beginning or when something's getting going that, well, you have to have wisdom and you've got to have power and you've got to have reason. You've got to have all of these things. And what he, and what, what Paul comes along and says, no, 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 it wasn't all of those things that made it possible for you to do what you're doing, to have the effect upon you that you're having within your small community of people. What, what, what confounds everybody is your humility. What confounds everybody is your humanity. What confounds everybody is your weakness, because when we are weak, God is strong. And it's interesting, it's interesting for Rosemary and I in our life, um, we felt that God called us to this. Um, we've never felt that God has called us to be wealthy or to be rich. And so what we want is to make it possible for everybody to be able to get stuff. That's why we give away so many things and we help so many people in it because we believe that that's what God has called us to. So therefore, in our weakness, by not accumulating, we have to be constantly dependent upon God. And when people are reached, when people's lives are touched, when people are changed, when people's future goes in a different direction, when people are healed, we, we know that we can only ever stop and say, it was God, it was God. And I wanna say this to you, as it finishes here, in all of our lives, it says, may this be true, let the, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. Have your faith in God, have your trust in, in God. So that no matter what God is doing, you're always able to say, it's God that did this. It's God that moved. It's God that helped me. So if you're in a place of power, you're a place where you've got great wealth or you've got influence in places, it's because God has put you there. The book of Acts tells us that God determines the place we are and the time we live. God's put you there. Use those things, in, but not see them as because of your ability, but because God has gifted them to you. And so you boast because you say, look at what God has done with what I have. And for those who have not those things, boast in the Lord and say, look at what God is doing because of what God is doing. And so our boast, uh, uh, despite our calling or whatever that might be, we're always having him at the center of our life and experiencing his presence and his beauty and his wonder. Loving Father, we thank you today that you love us. Allow our boast to be in you. And Lent is about coming to you and refocusing our lives to stop and say, it's all about you. It's about you. Father, may this be true in us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.